Break, draft, trade. Is that an energy drink? No, it's definitely a Mike's Harder Lemonade. Well, it makes it harder because they don't make the regular one anymore. It's 8%. Oh, that's dangerous. Oh, it's good. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is going to get good, right? <laughs> it's like the Russell Wilson of drinks. Like, I'm waiting for, like, Coca-Cola to start, like, canning rum and Cokes. Oh, that'd be great. Malibu. Malibu and diet. I'm all over that. You might be the only one, but I'm sure they can make it happen. I would not be the only one. There's a lot of ladies out there who loves some Malibu. Maybe some dudes, too. They just don't admit to it. <laughs> I hate coconut. Really? Yeah, it's just a weird flavor. Like, the coconut's got to make sense. Like, you know, maybe on, like, a shrimp. See, no, I don't like coconut on my shrimp. Like, it's got to be real coconut and then freshly fried, but yeah. No, I will take coconut on my candy. What? On your candy? Like, co like an almond, or what? what is it? Is it Mounds that has coconut? I think they both have coconut, and one doesn't have nuts. Almond Joy? I like Almond Joys. I don't like either of those. I'm guessing that Almond Joy is the one with the nut. Yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> I just wanted to contribute. Oh, thank you. That was a great contribution. What about like a payday? A good candy. Oh, I love paydays. Those are good candies. Those are very underrated. Right? Those are really payday good. Payday does not get the notoriety no. that it should. Such an underrated candy. If you have like little cousins and stuff like that, you take them trick-or-treating. They never want the payday. Yes, I'll take them. You can always have them. They don't know any better. Yeah. Taking them all. You know what else I like? And you guys are probably both going to dry heave at this. Gotcha. So how to steal candy from babies. <laughs> yeah, no. We got to wait until Halloween to talk about this. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Cut it and save it. <laughs> I'll definitely do that. <laughs> all right, enough about... Speaking of candy, let's get into the, the sweet wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> Transitioning from something that will not make the show. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great transition, too. <laughs> great job. Thank you. They're not listening yet, Noble. <laughs> There's no one here. Who are you talking to? guys. <laughs> Break, draft, trade. Nah. The orange, though. Yeah. Orange? The orange with the vanilla. Favorite. Yeah. All right, let's go. Oh, wow. What happened? Get your guy. Top 24 wide receivers today, right? Who? You. Well, Papa, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. The only reason I know anybody's birthday is Facebook. There's something that put it in the calendar app in my phone. Nah. Like, if I actually I flip to the calendar, it has, like, a whole bunch of people's birthdays list on days that I'm not even, like, mm. where does it get this? I'm guessing it has to be Facebook. Google? Big brother. Apple? Yeah, it's pretty freaky when there's information in your phone that you did not put in there that you have no idea how it got there. Yeah, but then I could just be confused because I definitely don't ever remember meeting a Columbus. Happy birthday. Oh, Columbus. Oh, my God. <laughs> As in Christopher. <laughs> this is Martin King. <laughs> oh, my God. You too. Ready for intros? Why do you, you keep asking me? Ooh. <laughs> you. Who? All right. He's probably doing the Law and Order intro. Isn't that what it is? Who? Isn't that just like three noises? No, that's something else. Isn't Law and Order like the weird noise? Isn't it like that? Mm, maybe. Nope. <laughs> what was that? Do, 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 oh, you do. might be right. That's pretty good, Nick. I think I was thinking it was Law and Order. I don't think it is. It's something though. It's it is something. Dum -dum. It is something. I think that's Law and Order. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's something. Well, okay, that was almost something. <laughs> it was almost something. I mean. You know what it wasn't? Nothing fantasy football related. It wasn't um, Dave Matthews. <laughs> no, no, no. 
Like statistical numbers? No, fictitional numbers. No, just like made up numbers, like how many balloons he had at his first birthday. Yeah, you don't remember? You guys, <laughs> listen. How could you not know this? How many pairs of pants does he own? <laughs> Noob. I have had a harder lemonade. I don't need this any more challenging than it needs to be. <laughs> mm, you had a challenging lemonade. Oh my God, I almost forgot what we're called. <laughs> what are we? This is going to be real good. That's why I was asking you who. You don't even know. Okay, I got it. I got it. Your lighting has you looking like Kay Adams today. <gasps> oh my god, thank you, Nick! <laughs> Excuse me while I'm totally good with that compliment. Really? It's probably the curl in the hair. My lighting has me looking like Olaf. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the snowman? That's the snowman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Justin Herbert. Justin, right? Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert? Am I right? Yes. Okay, don't put that in there. Are you asking Are you asking who the quarterback for the Chargers is? I know, Herbert. Yes. No, it's James Herbert. <laughs> Moving on. No, I just needed his first name. I knew it was Herbert, Mike. <laughs> just in time. Just, just, you, guys, you guys tell everybody. I'll tell you my life story and then give you a recipe hidden somewhere in between ads. Welcome back to the Rank Draft Trade Podcast. I'm your hostess, Kay Adams. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> and we're sued. <laughs> I'm your hostess, Gina Noble, aka The Queen. And you can find me on, do I still call it Twitter? Or do I call it I X? I don't know. You have to throw up the X every time you introduce yourself now. <laughs> Twitter X? Either that or you do it you you do it like Wakanda forever. Just Twitter X sounds like an adult only Twitter. What I'm gonna say, only because it worked for Prince, is the social media app formerly known as formerly Twitter. Known. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. And if you leave, then you come back and get back together with your ex. There you go. So we're gonna go with that. I, I still don't know what X is because I kind of like got onto my phone and I and I didn't find Twitter, but I saw this X thing and I yeah. thought maybe it was like an app Apple made me put in there. So you're not <laughs> seeing your ex anymore <laughs> it's there. i'm seeing my ex constantly anyway whatever you want to call it the app formerly known as twitter x whatever you can find me at noble g underscore f F. And we have our soon-to-be real papa of the pod, birthday boy. It'll be a little bit more belated than it is today, but Mike is uh, on app X as <laughs> underscore Papa Bear Claw. I don't know if I like that. You're, no, you're crushing it. This is great. <laughs> did, I not, did I not get it? No, you did it good. No, you, you got it. You pretty much covered it. <laughs> yes. Well, say hello to your fans. SpaceX. <laughs> SpaceX. Hello. I'm so screwed up because I don't know what to call Twitter right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who's trying to tag their ex? <laughs> Can we just call it Twitter and everybody knows what that is and just ignore X? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like the app formerly known as Twitter. I like that. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Sounds prestigious. It sounds better than it is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's like the Washington football team. We should just call them the team formerly known as the Washington football team. <laughs> Let's make our app icon the symbol universally known to close something. Yeah, to not go there. <laughs> uh, just hit the X in the corner. Our other fantasy brain of the pod is none other than Nick James. You can find him on the app formerly known as Twitter at Iowa in the NFL. Nick, say hello to your fans. What up, what up? Wakanda forever. (laughs) 
We definitely need to start taking this pod to video so they can see all of our antics. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have been following us on this amazing podcast, you will have known that we have already done the top 24 ranked QBs and followed by the top 24 ranked running backs. And so following suit, we are moving into the top 24 wide receivers in this podcast. So lots of good information on how we rank at the rank draft trade podcast, the top 24 wide receivers. Facts. Facts. I agree with everything that you have just said. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't agree more. (laughs) Thank you. So we can continue. Well done all around. Is it unequivocal? (laughs) Yes. To to something. Mm. Yes. And of course, you know the drill. If you have been listening, I always go first because that is my spot. I love that everybody entered and I was last because I didn't know what was happening. Mm -hmm. Inequivocably. And there it was just waiting for me. It it was. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, I get the 101. So let's go ahead and get this mock draft started. Let's get this party started. We can use my newfound word unequivocal because I'm Mm -hmm. fairly certain. Well, I don't know. I guess the first two could go either way. Mm -hmm. But I went with none other than Jay Jets, Mm -hmm. who happens to be Jefferson. I definitely like him here at the 101. He's a stud. He's going to get you lots of points on your fantasy roster. He's definitely a favorite there in Minnesota. So Jay Jets, we all, I think, agreed that he was the 101. That was an easy pick. Yeah, it was. I don't think anyone's really going to argue that. Yep. You got Cousins for another year, and then he says he's a free agent that did just draft a wide receiver in the first round in Jordan Addison. But it's it's Jay Jets. If someone said, no, I have Chase first, I wouldn't have a problem necessarily with it, but that would be the only other thing in contention. Jay Jets is certainly the consensus 1.01 of wide receivers and the highest drafted wide receiver in a drafter in. So, yep, easy button. Like, how far apart were they? They're both young. They're both putting up historic seasons for wide receivers. Chase probably has a better quarterback. but In points per game, Chase was sixth last year. Jefferson was second. And I think our third selection is like number seven right after Chase in points per game. Okay. So they're all pretty pretty close, top three. All right. Well, Justin Jefferson's an easy one here. The 102 is also fairly easy. Papa is second up in our mock draft today. If you haven't guessed who he went with, Mike, go ahead and tell them the obvious choice here. Cut to the chase. Yeah. I went with Jamar Chase. I mean, I honestly, yeah, it seems obvious because that's pretty much where he goes in every draft. But for me, the top three wide receivers are incredibly close. And then after that, there's a decent tier break. Hmm. Realistically, Jefferson's going to go much earlier than the other two. Um, then Chase is usually going to go after that. But then soon after, you got next guy going third. And I just don't think the actual value gap is that big. We're talking top 10 in points per game. They were all, you know, that. And they're all within like three points per game of each other, which isn't really that big of a drop. Yep. So as he alluded to there, CeeDee Lamb, I took third and he was the best wide receiver to have during the fantasy playoffs last year. Better than Jay Jets, better than Chase. So I definitely see an argument there. He's real close to Justin Jefferson's age. Chase is a year younger, which maybe is a tiny little part of an argument if you're trying to make one for Chase over like Jay Jets. But uh, for me, it's Lamb solidly at three, though it isn't always taken like that. And the gap between Jay Jets and Chase and where Lamb goes, it can sometimes be close 
and also can be spaced out with, in a super flex draft with QBs. Lamb someone in the early second or even late first in a startup. Yeah, I mostly see Lamb in like the or that early second, but I have seen him like he's the only one of them that I've seen that's dropped into like the mid to late second. Mm-hmm. You know, Chase I've seen drop to like the 201, 202 occasionally, but Jefferson never out of the first. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had to look. I have Lamb as number 12. I think Dak's value right now is somewhere around like the QB2 and rookie drafts. That's pretty much where he's going, if that. And he's not, he's usually going after that. Yeah. Yeah. This whole group of wide receivers is likely going to go above Dak, all the way down to like 1.08. I think at least eight wide receivers would go before Dak in a startup. I concur. I don't know about nine and 10. It depends on who's drafting, but realistically, I think eight, unless MJ's in the league, then nine. <laughs> if I was drafting fourth, I would have picked exactly who our guest picked. So our guest, we always have a guest on our mock drafts, is um, none other than Stephen Murphy. He's a big part of our rank draft trade chat group. We love Stephen here on the pod, and he picked in the 104 position, and he went with AJ Brown. He was number eight in points per game. AJ was? Yeah. Nice. For, yeah, he's the first wide receiver that's already into his prime that we've taken, so you're pretty much getting his most elite years right now. Yeah, so AJ Brown, a little bit older at 26 than the other three who've come off the board here. Yeah, fourth is what he was last year amongst wide receivers. Uh, I don't see that changing, and they just paid Hertz, so that's also going to be there for a minute. Obviously has one of the better wide receivers next to him, but it's not like Chase doesn't. I like AJ Brown here at four, and then I start getting into just a bunch of the young guys, but I'm just really confident that AJ Brown's going to be one of these top wide receivers for the next several years, even if it isn't the 10 that some of these others might have behind him. I'm not thinking that far out. No, he's going to be putting up points long enough for pretty much any window you're going to have. He's just now 26. Mm-hmm. So 26, 27, 28, he's still going to be good. 29 and probably even 30. His knees held up last year. So yes, thank you, Stephen Murphy, for joining us. Yeah. yeah. And I agree with the selection. Good job. Yes, yeah, so good pick there, Stephen Murphy. And so that brings it back to me at the 105. Wait, one second. Oh, yeah. I thought I heard children. Okay. <laughs> that's the future talking, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the future right. whispering. <laughs> well, like, uh, like, like people talking in a the hallway. There are people talking in my house, but. Yeah, that was them. Okay. All right. I was making sure I wasn't crazy. Do I need to, do I need to like yell at them to keep it, keep it down? Can you shoot them? I cannot shoot them. <laughs> no, I thought I heard like two girls talking and I thought I was going a little crazy crazy so all right we're good we, I heard you them. know what like the way that i was earlier nick don't tempt me but <laughs> like, there, i was a little bit like i might go try that deep dive thing <laughs> and if i don't make it it's fine <laughs> yeah when you don't make it those are the deepest dives <laughs> those are the deepest. that's a real commitment that right there is all in <laughs> Wow, look at how long she stayed down there. It's been years. (laughs) I definitely won. (laughs) All right, so back to me at the 105. There's definitely an argument to be made here for, I'd say, the next three picks. It was a situation where sometimes you just got to go get your guy. And if you know that that player's not coming back and it's a player that you passionately love and need to have on your roster, go get your guy. So I went and got my guy. I got Amon Ross St. Brown. I know everybody. Shocker. Mm. I'm feeling it for Amon Ra. 
I'm going to go ahead and make a bold prediction. Oh, boy. He's going to be top five wide receiver this year. <laughs> top five. That's my bold prediction. He's going to go from 10 to 5. The bold prediction is this isn't a reach. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yep. He is just as young. He's actually younger than Waddle. Waddle's 24. He's 23. Okay. Facts. He's a whole year younger than Waddle. Yeah. yeah. Garrett Wilson is also 23. He is. Yeah. Just turned 23. Yeah. Amon Ra closer to 24. Yeah. Oh, listen listen to Nick. Like, Amon Ra's closer. They're both 23. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm putting numbers with your case. The numbers don't lie. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Olave is younger than all of them except for Garrett Wilson. Yeah, but I want all three of these guys over Olave, I think. But I, Amon Ra has gone out there, and I know everybody thought that his rookie season at the end was a fluke because everybody was injured, and who did Goff have to throw it to? There was nobody left. And then what did he do? He lit the world on fire again last year, and I think he proved that he is a favorite target, and he can get the job done. I see it happening again this year. I think he's going to do even better than last year, and I'm here for it. So Amon Ra is my guy. Yep. I like it. Amon Ra belongs in a four wide receiver tier here, but I would most certainly be picking Garrett Wilson over Amon. <laughs> I know you would. Yeah, I would too. That's okay. But that's okay. This isn't the takeaway from Amon because you have been, you know, driving this choo-choo train. <laughs> Come on, drive the train and ride it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't even know that one. Oh, yeah? That was oh, yeah. Jock Jams back one? in the day. Oh, I was going to say, that one sounds like a sock hop. <laughs> no, it's Jock Jams. <laughs> sock hop. <laughs> Sock up. But no, not to take away from that. All the stars have aligned again. Jamison Williams is suspended for the first six games of the season. Yep. It's it's gonna happen again. Mm. He's the new Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Without the crazy. Without the crazy. <laughs> yeah, definitely without the crazy. Mike, any thoughts on Amon? On Amon? Mm. I like him. You know what? This is the general area where he would go within this tier of four. Nick's right. He's not going before AJ, but he's not going after Devonta Smith usually. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense having him here. Yeah. He was wide receiver 10 in points per game last year. And now he doesn't really have anyone else on the field. Jamison Williams suspended. Hawk gone. Again, in Detroit, there's no one else to throw the ball to except for running backs. <coughs> Sam Laporta. And a rookie tight end. You just can't give him the credit. <laughs> You've got to no. have that. <laughs> so we had uh, the wide receiver 10 in points per game. Do you know who the wide receiver 9 in points per game was? So Amon was the 10? Yeah. The 9? Smith. Is not on this list of 24 players. Oh. It's uh, Michael Thomas. Whoa. Really? Wow. Small sample. Very, very small sample size of like two games. <laughs> wow. Imagine what he would have done if yeah. he like played more. <laughs> yep. I like Amon Ra. I went with the younger 23-year-old uh, Garrett Wilson for my pick. Put up 1,100 yards on 147 targets from some of the worst quarterback play I've ever seen in my life across the season <laughs> with the Jets last year. And they just got Aaron Rodgers. So I really think this guy, he could be putting up 1,400-1,500 yards like the guys that you want up at the top in the top four uh, picks here. He's probably the best upside of this group of four, I think. Just having Rodgers, even for two years. Of all the wide receivers Rodgers has played with, how many of them were first round draft picks? None? This will be the first one? <laughs> There's a chance that he ends up being the best wide receiver Rodgers has ever played with. And he's made a lot of guys that are okay really good. Yeah. I listened to him in an interview yesterday talking about Garrett Wilson, actually. And he did say that he, I think he said he reminded him a lot of Devontae, but he holds true to Devontae being the best wide receiver in 
the league. Garrett is is pretty close, pretty close. So obviously that's speaking very high on Garrett Wilson's ability. Oh, it's not Christian Watson? <laughs> no, he didn't mention Christian Watson. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do like Christian Watson. Wouldn't it be the perfect narrative if Adams gets traded to the Jets? Oh my God. Wow. Can you that even? That would be wild. <laughs> oh, stop With it. Randall Cobb included somehow. <laughs> Again. Yeah, oh yeah. Yep, Jimmy goes down. Adams throws a fit. They trade him before the trade deadline to the Jets. Ooh, the plot thickens. Yeah, they can have Zach Wilson. <laughs> Zach Wilson. That's basically a free trade. <laughs> yeah, he's cutting the contract. Hall of Fame game worthy. Yeah. Garrett Wilson goes at the 106. And I, and I like that pick. This is about to go wild. We're going to get our first wide receiver two on a team. Yeah. Mm. So, Nick, who is that wide receiver two? Oh, shoot. It was me who did it. <laughs> 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 I picked Jalen Waddle because he was also a wide receiver one last year like his teammate and he's considerably younger and I believe in Tua more than average and I believe Waddle to be a beneficiary of that. I would pick Waddle over Amon but it's Amon and Olave where I might prefer Amon over Olave. Ooh. Even though maybe not by the end of the year. It just depends on how it goes with Carr. It's actually wild that Tua was able to support two wide receiver ones on a team with one of them being Tyreek Hill. Yeah. As a matter of fact, all three could hit 40 in a week. Yeah, they could. With how that offense works. Like, I want every piece of that offense that's getting significant playing time. Mm, Gaskin. <laughs> he has to be on the field and play, mm-hmm. not kick returning. He is on the team, though. He wouldn't even do that. Gaskin may bring Waddle down just a little bit. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Better be careful. It's a secret weapon right there. <laughs> All right. So Waddle at the 107. That brings us back to Stephen, Mur- Stephen Murphy at the 108. And we've already talked about Olave, but he did go with Chris Olave here at the 108. So, yes. Derek Carr will be quarterback to Chris Olave. Who's over there for him to compete with? Michael Thomas, Rashid Shahid. Okay. Juwan Johnson at tight end. Kamara out the backfield after three games. Maybe Kendra Miller out the backfield. There's not like a crazy amount of definitive players that he has to compete with. Like Michael Thomas, how much is he going to play? Is he going to play? Like three minutes. (laughs) And be wide receiver nine. (laughs) I mean, the other guy just showed flashes like towards the end of the year and certain things with a couple of big plays is he really even going to get significant playing time or see any kind of significant snap count to eat into a target share from Olave probably not I can definitely see where Olave is a good pick right here he's no Amon Ra but <laughs> I mean I like him over Amon Ra yeah this is my clear and firm top eight yeah okay I'm with you on that like if you want to argue a couple of the players orders I don't have a problem with it I think the top four is pretty clear and then the next four are pretty clear and this whole top eight is pretty clear. So you both yeah. would have Amon Ra where Olave is? I would have him where Olave is. Nick said he would have him where he picked. I, yep, that's about right with Olave being last. Olave is projection. What you think he can, will do. Amon is what you think he can, will do, and also backed by what he's already done. I think that would basically boil down to what is the tiebreaker there, and even if they spent a first-round pick on a wide receiver last year who still is hasn't played... <laughs> <laughs> and traded up for him. Stars have aligned again for Amon, so got to keep rolling with it. It's, it's, he's going to be at least who, half the season. Who did they pick? <laughs> traded up for him. Jamison Williams. Yeah. Oh, to well. not play him for a you year and a half. You don't even know who he is because he hasn't played. I, I don't like who. 
Who? That, Mike, that's your line. Who? <laughs> All right, let's move on from Olave. That brings it back to Muwa. This is the 109. At the 109, I went with Devonta Smith here in Philadelphia. Teammate. Eight. What do you mean? He's the first wide receiver two selected who also had his wide receiver one selected. I have a lot of recency bias. <laughs> I'm, I'm really bad about that. And Metcalf is one of those people who I've had and I've had really high hopes for. And then I just feel like sometimes he lets me down. I, I like Devonta Smith. I had him last year and I felt like I think he had a slow start, but then he really amped it up. He was like hot at the end of the season. You might guess that Metcalf is years older than Devonta Smith. He's one year older than Devonta Smith. Wow. Yeah. Okay. DK's going into his prime. With a wide receiver 7, 14, and 16 finish already in his career. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. And he's a physical freak, and he isn't the number two target on the team. He is a physical freak. I, I don't have a problem with the pick. I would prefer Metcalf and then probably Devonta Smith. But even that is higher than I've had him at any point until now. Yeah. yeah. I like Devonta Smith probably where I picked. Yeah. That's, like, that, that's how close they are. I love Devonta Smith. That team can support both of those wide receivers, even with having A.J. Brown. Another team with two wide receivers ones, both under yeah. the age of 27. I'll have you know that Mike actually had it really easy in this draft because I was... You ended up with the guys I probably should have picked in my spot, but it's okay. I picked on emotion here. <laughs> you sniped me after I picked every time. <laughs> <laughs> yes! That's how it felt, actually. I was like, I knew he was going to pick him because I probably should have. <laughs> so it's like, if I was Mike, it would have been just no-brainer, no-brainer, no-brainer. You're welcome. I uh, know. It started to get difficult next round. Yeah. Facts. A hundred percent. Like, this area was very clear for me. These first three are probably a tier for me in this round. Not really this three. Actually, these two. And tell them who you picked. I didn't mention that you picked him next. Oh, I didn't officially say that I picked DK. Yeah, I took DK Metcalf and immediately after Devonta Smith, because that's who I would have taken bum, bum, bum. where you picked, and <laughs> I would have picked him there. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I agree. Sleeper's ADP would not. They would prefer the other no. Seahawk, but we'll get to him shortly. That's actually wild, because I actually, I've seen people trade that pick straight up for DK, hmm, and so that's how close they are, you know? Without having seen him play? Yeah, we haven't seen him play. And he was hurt last year in his last year, but... We don't want to give away too many hints. You might guess who we're talking about. No. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Or we do. Before we get to him, Segway. we have um, Nick in the middle here. <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> Tell him who you picked. That's how that goes. Mm -hmm. Smack dab. I picked T. Higgins, another teammate. Apparently, I'm just collecting these. Yeah. Wide receiver two is over here. I like him as someone who I expect to finish as a wide receiver two to a back end wide receiver one. And then if Chase misses time, then he could potentially be a wide receiver one. There are a bunch of things that kind of brought down his average and what his finish would be last year, where it's like, he's active, plays a couple snaps, doesn't see the field the rest of the game, and messes with his stats and averages. T. Higgins is good. Uh, he had some things going on last year. Hopefully he's past that. I like him here, and with JSN going to the Seahawks, I debate whether I want him more than Metcalf. I would have preferred him to Devonta Smith as recent as a year ago. This is a good spot for me. I didn't get Chase, so I don't have to get two wide receivers on the same team. I'm just going to collect wide receiver twos and pick T. Higgins. <laughs> 
There you go. You get to do that. If Waddle's even a wide receiver too. Right. What is it at that point? Like, it, is Devonta Smith a wide receiver too? Like, the wide receiver nine on the year, he's a wide receiver too. <laughs> yeah, I think there's just two wide receiver ones and then we skip to three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more of a joke than anything just because, like, those two players on all of those teams are the entire passing offense. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, our mystery pick here in Seattle is our next pick. If you haven't guessed him, I know this is probably going to be like shocking, but it is Jackson Smith Njigba. Did I say that right? N as in E N Njigba. Njigba, also known as JSN because it's far easier <laughs> to say. <laughs> there you go. I'm super excited to see him play though. I love this pick by Stephen Murphy. Yeah, I love it, especially for probably maybe not this year, but probably next year unless Lockett goes down. Just unfortunate that he's kind of buried behind two stud wide receivers. So mm-hmm. that's the only, that's the only downside that I see with him is you know he has, he's gonna have to earn his playing time. He's gonna have to outplay studs to really put up a big year this year. Lockett's gotta be. He's up there. I want to say he's thirty. Thirty. You nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. If JSN is decent this year, like a low end wide receiver two, is he not worth like what Waddle is this year? Where's Lockett? Is he still on the team at that point? I don't know whether they lock it up or not. Yeah. Like I don't think he's gonna be as high as Waddle if like things don't clear up there and he has a significant role or if he, unless he's like seeing increased playing time by the end of the season that's probably not where I would have him mm-hmm. he'd probably stay within this tier kind of like how Higgins is stuck there until he either moves or something happens yeah we play this year next year we're about to kick off football Lockett is almost turning 32 that then we're probably looking higher yeah yep yep it, I think it's uh potentially inevitably JSN rising from where he's at right now so wherever you want to invest I'm not going to argue with it too much I can't get him into my top eight by any argument until at least I've seen it for a year. Unless you're just willing to absorb the low-end wide receiver two-year to get someone who's close to someone who is already in the top eight and will also still likely be in that top eight area. I could see him maybe as high as nine, but JSN is the wide receiver to target in your drafts. Goes at 1.06 almost every single time. I got him at 1.07 the other day and I was ecstatic. That was wild. It's like, okay, yeah, Addison over JSN. Why? Free trade-up, thanks. (laughs) And the other guy, and then the guy after that gets a free trade-up, too. Yeah. All right, so JSN rounds out the top 12, and we go into round two, back to me at the 201. And I actually, I I went back and forth between these two picks, kind of kicked myself after Mike sniped me on the back end. (laughs) Your pick would have been my pick. Okay. I liked it. Yeah. Okay. I would have picked London as well. I, yeah. I, I just, Papa, your pick, like, excites me a little more because... Does it? Well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. I don't want to give that away. I went with Drake London. Uh, London, back to wide receiver ones here. Um, Drake London, wide receiver one in Atlanta. <laughs> Boom. Roasted. <laughs> we went to a wide receiver three, back to one. You know, last year was an interesting year for him. Rookie year, he went through Marcus Mariota, and then Desmond Ritter came in. I don't know that we've quite seen everything Drake London can do, and he still, you know, did well. You know, I think it, it only gets better, hopefully from here. So I went with Drake London. I mean, you kind of hope so. I don't know. Mac Hollins is looking pretty buff. He is. <laughs> Who? Nico? <laughs> Mac Hollins. Mac Hollins. Oh, Mac. <laughs> 
Oh my yeah. god. So it was a rough year last year with Mariota and Ritter, and you know what he gets? He gets Ritter. And <laughs> how big of a piece of a pie is it to be the top target of all the wide receivers? And he could be a big piece of that very small pie. <laughs> very small pie. He could have 75% of the pie, and it could be 1,800 yards. Like, that would be insane. I mean, he's not going to have that much of the pie, but even if he had half of that, that's not that's not a lot. That's what he did last year at 866 yards mm-hmm. on 117 targets. Some of the worst passing game in the NFL, but that's what earned them another early pick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did okay. Was a first-round draft pick last year. Yeah. Worst part is that Pitts was out for so long, and they really had nobody else, and he still did. He's, I mean, he put up a, a solid year. That's great, but I'm just not looking forward to him going to jump into a wide receiver one season this year under any circumstance. Well, at this point of investment, you would be getting him as the first wide receiver too. Yeah. So I can't disagree with it, but this is about exactly as far as I would let London Bridge fall down. <laughs> That was good. And that is exactly where I would pick him, too. Oh, okay. Nailed it. <laughs> I do like your pick better, though. I just, I don't know. I th- I, I have high hopes for your pick. Why don't you tell him who you yeah, pick? Yeah, with Christian Watson. And I kind of went really back and forth on this pick. I was hoping London would fall to me, but I didn't get so lucky. I thought it was going to be a nice, easy selection. Ah, I gave you enough, Mike. I gave you yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was actually back and forth between my pick and Nick's pick. I ended up going with Christian Watson. I know he's got added, added competition and read another early investment for a wide receiver from Green Bay, not in the first round. And he got a downgraded quarterback play with Jordan Love or possibly, I don't know, we really haven't seen too much of Jordan Love to kind of make an assumption there. But it, Watson without Rodgers, I just don't think he's going to have the same upside. So hopefully he does put together a full season, doesn't get hurt at least. He's arguing in with London when we have absolutely no idea how the QB situation is going to go is either you have faith or you don't have faith because there's a bunch of risk in there. For me, I like Watson. He's definitely one of those wide receiver twos who I would like to have on my team, but he hasn't fallen to me on any of the drafts this offseason. Like, he goes a little higher than I'd take him, but then again, I quite often get DJ Moore, so it's probably (laughs) DJ Moore's fault that I don't have any Watson. (laughs) (laughs) DJ, what's some more? I feel like Mike was being really nice here because I think he was half tempted to snipe you just because he knows your love. <laughs> Get me back for Barkley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also like more. Not as much as Nick likes more, though. <laughs> I love him more. I do love him more. <laughs> I, I say go DJ because, you know, that's my DJ. <laughs> my biggest problem with DJ more is uh, actually just it was a little snippet of like a post I saw about a quarterback, uh, Justin Fields. They called him a dual threat quarterback. Hmm. And I'm like, wait, what's the second threat? I know he can run. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrectly categorized. Should be an other threat quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> like, what else does he do? Because we haven't seen him throw the football yet. We all would like to know that answer. <laughs> but, man. And if DJ Moore opens up that passing game there, maybe the other guys can do something too. But uh, maybe he can cook. <laughs> That's a stool threat. He makes like really good hamburgs. <laughs> yep. Let him cook. Let him cook. You want to like look at Fields and be like, man, this guy is might not be the greatest passer. This is going to be great for DJ Moore. And then you look at DJ Moore's previous quarterbacks and you're like, yeah, this is nothing new. Or <laughs> mm. DJ Moore. Prime DJ Moore with another awful pass passing quarterback. So as long as Fields can be better than terrible list of quarterbacks, DJ Moore should be as good or maybe better. <laughs> I don't know. Teddy Bridgewater might have been his best passer. Oh boy. <sighs> <sighs> big sigh from Nick. Yep, yep, big sigh. I mean, how 
tragic for DJ Moore. What a talented wide receiver. He could go his entire career without really being able to showcase that. Mm -hmm. You know what, though? He's, he gets wide receiver money. He don't give a f <laughs> Yeah. But, like, don't you want to be known more for than for just, like, your paycheck? He doesn't care. He's got the paycheck. What if you have an opportunity to go to the Hall of Fame and you never get that opportunity because you just you never had the numbers? But you're capable. He's going to finish his career with over $100 million. He does not care. Maybe. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, every day it'd be Christmas. Oh, my word. Listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> if DJ Moore could be good enough, but I understand that Fields isn't that fantastic, I would still prefer DJ Moore and the few years of that rather than probably three different wide receivers that'll go above DJ Moore in just about every draft. Usually I wait for these next three older wide receivers or so to go before I take DJ Moore in a draft, but I'd rather invest in DJ Moore than potentially be caught holding the bag with some of these older wide receiver studs. If Chicago's picking first again, I think they're going to go a quarterback next year. Mm, well, if they're <laughs> picking first again, it's because Fields wasn't good enough to elevate them past that. Yeah, so then maybe he gets a quarterback upgrade, so it's kind of got a, like a little built-in insurance policy there. Fields are better next year. Let's hope the grass is greener in his fields this year. Mm, yep, the fields are greener. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to back to Stephen Murphy, and Stephen picked Stefan Diggs, a wide receiver, one in Buffalo. Diggs is getting a little older, so he's definitely we're getting into our senior wide receivers here. How old is Diggs? 29 years old. Yeah, so much for draft capital argument. The three wide receivers who were wide receiver ones last year, who we are going to avoid in this draft and fall farther than normal, all were selected third round or later in the NFL draft. One of them didn't even start getting good until he was old. Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, and Stephon Diggs, if you were wondering. Monte Adams was a late round pick as well. Yeah, him too. <laughs> Honorable mention. And he's even older. High scoring offense, great quarterback in Allen over there in Buffalo. So Diggs, you know, always a good piece to have a target favorite to add to the benefits of having Diggs on your roster. Maybe if you're trying to build a balanced roster for Dynasty, Diggs is a good piece to have there to ensure some points right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, this is Dynasty, so it just really depends on what you value a limited amount of time for a wide receiver one. You're not going to have him for a long time. He's not going to be putting up these numbers for four years from now. This is a shortened period of time, but he's tied to Josh Allen on the Bills. Yeah. You know, where do you value two, let's call it two years of production you can go for and feel comfortable. Diggs is probably at or about ADP or starting to fall in ADP as far as selecting him here as wide receiver 16 when he's a wide receiver one pretty much all the time. It's just the, the risk of being caught holding the bags. Like if he messes up his knee in week three, he's not going to be worth squat for the rest of his career. Like you just lost a ton of value on your team. You digs a hole. Well, you get to the trade deadline and he's still healthy. He's a potential buy target where this could help me win out for the rest of the year and you didn't have to risk those first half of the season if he got injured being caught holding the bag. Now you only have to make a gamble that lasts half of a season where the odds of something happening are just that much less likely if he's already okay and not hurt. As long as games don't get canceled because of craziness, then he'll be uh, even better <laughs> next year. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, let's hope for that. That was cra- definitely crazy. Crazy way to end fantasy football for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like of all times in fantasy football. Yes. Yeah, so, well, so back to me, I did end up with Tyreek Hill here because I just couldn't see him falling any farther. So I picked him here at the 205. He's a target hog. He's going to go out there and he's going to score a massive amount of points on that offense. And I don't have a problem picking him up here. I feel like that's a pretty good value for Tyreek Hill. Cheetah. Cheetah. Yeah. Literally could just put up a touchdown from anywhere on the field at any given point. Put up 40 points for you. No, I meant she cheated. She did. What'd you say? You're a cheetah. I'm a cheetah? <laughs> oh my <laughs> guys, no, I'm not a cheetah. I don't run fast at all. <laughs> I am not built for speed. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. <laughs> I am allergic to running. <laughs> <laughs> I was a swimmer. Hello. <laughs> you need some of those extra ligaments. <laughs> yeah, I know. We asked, we actually asked the doctor if he could like tighten it a little mm-hmm. bit. And it was like, mm-hmm. what, what was the movie? Um, it was the baseball movie where the kid with the arm, he breaks the arm and he comes back. And then all of a sudden he's like pitching the rookie. I think it's the rookie. And his arms like, he's like slinging fastballs. We're like, can you help Bella? run a little faster. <laughs> what is this baseball you speak of? Yeah, I know. I know. Wrong sport. Sorry, guys. All right. So Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I mean, come on. Who doesn't want Tyreek Hill on the roster right now? Yes. His obviously same, same argument as Diggs getting older. How many years do you have left? But the years that he does have, he, he scores a lot of fantasy points. So I am totally okay with him on my roster. Big brain move. Thank you. I have a big brain. He scores a lot of points. <laughs> Wide receivers score a point. Want him start. Yes. Perfect. A couple years, perfect. Catches balls, scores touchdowns, makes points. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Papa, back to you. We are at the 206. All right, I kind of got sandwiched in between a bunch of old wide receivers. I went with Jerry Judy. Reach. Judy. <laughs> yeah, you can call me Reach. <laughs> I just tease him. <laughs> I know. So he's been really disappointing up until like last year. He kind of showed a spark. Back end wide receiver to finish. Almost had a thousand yards with Russ, but apparently one of the worst coaching jobs ever. <laughs> that team was atrocious. Oh my God, it was so bad. And now they have Sean Payton. He's a hack. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> I can't believe. What we saw last year out of that team. Getting roasted by everybody by Rogers. I know. Bless. So I, I like him at 24 years old for the upside to be more than a wide receiver too in a Sean Payton offense. I think he's the best wide receiver on the team, especially Sutton has not looked great there. But again, I think that whole offense just looked awful last year. I think it's going to take big steps forward. So I'm kind of buying low on the young pieces in that offense. Mm-hmm. And it's not Tim Patrick and it's not KJ Hamler. It was. Stop. Don't mention Tim Patrick. Oh, I'm so sad. My heart is like broken for Tim Patrick. Broken mm, in pieces. That poor guy. Like to go through an ACL rehab and then turn around and tear your Achilles. Like, God. Anyway. Yeah. I had him on my Scott Fishbowl team too. I had high hopes for him. He was like the most hyped up wide receiver five ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Always. Everybody was really excited about Tim Patrick. The most exciting 15th round draft selection for years. Like, oh yeah, I got Tim Patrick. <laughs> Good value, man. Uh, <laughs> I'll 
give you a really good deal on Tim Patrick now. But no, if you believe in Sean Payton and you believe that Russ will be returning somewhat closer to what his previous QB1 repeated finishes were now with Sean Payton, somebody has to be the beneficiary of that. And I believe Jerry Judy is by far the best wide receiver on the team. I understand there's various little criticisms here and there, but more can be said about Sutton. This is an opportunity for Marvin Mims to break out. That would be nice. It's a non-zero chance that we look up next year and we like Marvin Mims the best <laughs> of all the Broncos wide receivers. But I think the most likely one would be Jerry Judy with your selection here. Judy, Judy. This would yeah. have been a great season for a Noah Fant breakout. Oh. If yeah. they were still there. Yeah. yeah. If only. Yeah. Mm. No, it's just a fantasy. It's all fantasy. <laughs> you, we can move on to the wide receiver one in points per game last year. Yeah. Yeah. Our cup, our cup runneth over here on your pick, Nick. Yeah, but best wide receiver to have in a points per game basis. Mm, wide receiver 19 for us. <laughs> Cooper Cup. <laughs> <laughs> 30 years old, but if he ends up winning you the league this year and you can get him as a mid to late wide receiver too, it's fantastic. And this is also a fantasy because that isn't going to happen. He's going to go earlier than this. I'm never going to get cup in any startup or draft until he retires. That's basically <laughs> just the way it's going to work. And I just assume that I don't get cup and Tyreek and Diggs because they don't actually go here in startups. But what you can take from this is hey, if I dodge them, I can get someone who I should like as much, maybe even more in like Christian Watson or DJ Moore after these other guys and get something better in between. That's how you use this kind of information. But if I was so blessed to have Cooper Cup fall to wide receiver 19 off the board, I would probably just have to go ahead and take that investment. It's a good deal. And roll with Cooper Cup here. So I'm looking at a startup right now and Cooper Cup went at the 210. Yeah, yeah, that's that's way too early. Yeah. Yep. See, so he goes in the top eight wide receivers. This is why. Would you take Hopkins there? Like, no, no, it's insane. That's absolutely insane. Tyreek went at the two six. Yep. Both of them go in the second round all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And the next guy too. Our perspective here is not consensus. Diggs was two nine. Maybe even if it's like half or a little over half, there's always somebody in your league that is going to take Tyreek and Cup and Adams in the second and early third rounds. So you never have to pick them. And that's a great strategy to win now, but that's not the whole idea of Dynasty. The whole idea of a Dynasty is to be a Dynasty. It's to win now, to win later, to win after that. Like, you want to build something that keeps going. Mm -hmm. Now and in the future. Yeah, it's not just win the first season, cash out. Oh, wait a minute. Um, I screwed up. That was a redraft league. (laughs) So, scratch that. (laughs) Oh, that makes way more sense. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) For making one-year bets, both the all three of those guys are great bets for one year bets. Yeah, I was just gonna say, you know what? If this was redraft, this this draft, this entire draft would look drastically different. <laughs> drastically different, and the next pick would go higher as well. Yes. Oh yeah, especially if Duke's in the league. <laughs> so back to Stephen Murphy. We've uh, mentioned this player's name a couple of times, and that's Devonte Adams. Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> so Devonte Adams was a absolute beast last year. Wide receiver, what did he finish last year? Future Jet. One moment. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. We're one momenting. He's up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wide receiver four in points per game. Behind a wide receiver three, Tyree Kill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's still behind Kay Adams for me. Yeah. Devontae Adams, just not as good. <laughs> yeah. And by Kay Adams, the real Kay Adams or... <laughs> 
Of course. The new Kate Adams. <laughs> Boom! Roasted! Ouch! You're still the best. I probably have Devontae Adams here, too. Almost. Like, my biggest knock on him is really his quarterback. Like, Jimmy G is, like, the most average quarterback. And, yeah, he can support Devontae Adams, but can he stay on the field? And who do they have behind him? Because mm. that's probably who's going to throw to him for half a season. Yeah. And what are we looking at that for your 30-year-old, 30, 30, 31st, you know, year old season? He doesn't have a long time left. And mm-hmm. he's got Stidham throwing to him for a half a year or any length of time that's just gonna kill his value brian hoyer yeah <laughs> or aiden o'connell from purdue i watched him play live last year versus iowa and get spanked <laughs> so that was definitely a ding on adam's value that quarterback change for sure you just look at his career and how many games he misses every single year it's not like mm-hmm. you know we're guessing an injury is going to happen the guy literally misses half the year almost every season yeah but he still gets paid <laughs> he gets paid and he gets work and he gets jobs and he does average. And he's really good looking. He can carry a team like the 49ers to a Super Bowl, but I don't think he can do that to the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Has he cleared his medical? Those were questions, but apparently that's not even a like a real thing. Okay. Yep, he passed. He passed. Okay. But still not really part of the Adams family. <laughs> We're creepy and we're crawly. (laughs) Well, look at this teardrop from one pick spot in our rookie drafts. Yeah. Look at how many players are in between that one pick. That's that's how big of a tier that is. I don't know what that means. (laughs) It's a teardrop to Noble's selection here where she picked Quentin Johnston. You're the next winner. <laughs> he goes at the 107 in rookie drafts, and JSN goes at the 106, like clockwork. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, Addison goes above Quentin until Addison decided to pull a Henry Ruggs without the murder. Uh, without the murder. Stuff I I might have to edit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Cut. Except for the murder. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, he's not Ruggs. <laughs> you heard what oh the excuse God. was, right? Yeah, you gotta take the dog to the vet. Well, oh, yeah, his dog to the vet? A pet yeah. medical emergency. Hmm. Honestly, anybody who goes ahead and gives somebody that much shit about driving 160 miles on an empty open road has never driven a car with 500 horsepower because it hits it like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Or has never had a pet that needed medical attention. Or that. (laughs) That helps, I guess. I think if he was making it up, that was a brilliant, like, think quick on your feet, which makes me like him even more because he's Mm. quick on his feet. That's the trick. Yes. (laughs) But that's not your pick. Oh, that's right. You picked picked a different guy. So now I changed my mind. I actually actually want Addison here. (laughs) You talked me into it. Even more, but let's... Than Quentin Johnston. <laughs> Justin Herbert. If I have a wide receiver of any kind that's catching balls from Justin Herbert, I'm good with that. So, mm-hmm. rookie. Yep. Even if he drops some of them, yeah. catches them, drops them, whatever. Yeah, as we long still as he's want got him. targets, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> He's the future tied to a future Hall of Fame quarterback, and he was a first-round draft pick, and the other wide receivers are 28 or older with injury histories that are rather extensive. It's like, this this is going to play out. You need some things to fall, some chips to fall. But you have two things that are likely to fall. They just seem likely, don't they? Yeah, Keenan Allen. 
Allen, man. Although this is going to be, I need him to be strong this year, Mike. I need him to be strong. Like, on, need... Are you going to, are you going to tell me Keenan Allen isn't going to pull a hammy or no. Mike Williams mm-hmm. is going to miss six games, but put up no. like some 30 point game randomly like no. in between. You saw how quickly cup fell a little bit in like the majority's eyes. As soon as there's like, Oop, little hamstring thing in camp. Yep. Then it's all the injury analysts coming out of the woodworks. Like there it is. Yeah. <laughs> There it is, 30, hamstring, watch out. Yeah. About to be Keenan Allen value who didn't get drafted today. Yeah, he did not, and he wouldn't. Yeah, so we're bank we're banking on the fact that they have a lot of older wide receivers. And so, of course, taking the rookie on an offense that has a great quarterback um, is a great gamble to make. Mm-hmm. They get to play the Chiefs twice a year. <laughs> oh, fantastic. You know those are going to be big games. Yeah. Yeah, even if they lose, it's still going to be lots of points. No, well, actually... You know, I would take this entire round over Cup, right? Really? That's fair. Yeah. If I had Cup, if you sent me any of these players that we take in this last round, I would take it. Oh. I'd probably have him right around towards the end of 24. He's just on the wrong side of an ACL injury plus with that age. Then you have the hamstring and the ankle issues that go on with that. Well, he's, he had the uh, ankle issue, but still. So I sent kind of where I was at in ranks into our little pod chat before this draft started. And before this draft started, I moved Diggs, Cup, Adams, and Hill behind all these wide receivers who have potential to be wide receiver one who are not even close to as old. Yeah. And then as I boiled it down, I, I just in my head, as long as I'm not trading with Mike, for example, I can move Cup for Ayuk Plus for most people. Yeah. It's part of the reason I wouldn't, it's, it's even hard to take Cup at like 19 because it's like, I mean, Ayuk was wide receiver 15 last year. It's going to be as yeah. good or better this year. He's been good and he's significant younger half a decade mm. at worst he's got the same quarterback situation he finished the season with right and it's not like cups quarterback situation is fantastic no I, I definitely understand that perspective Mike but somebody had to take cup and that's yeah. part of how we used to ask who was willing to be our fourth is I like know. you must be willing to draft Diggs Hill cup and Adams well <laughs> <laughs> I'll be old he ended up with two of them I went ahead and took cup like even if you look at like the running backs and stuff like like uh, James Connor like last year or the year before when you could have gotten him for like absolutely nothing for that last two year or two of the R, of an RB1 back you know early RB2 and that's kind of how I look at like these wide receivers when they start to hit 30 and 31 and it's just so tough for me to want to invest invest any kind of significant capital in them when I could just get something that's worth just as much that's going to last longer is Jerry Judy going to outscore Cup this year if Cup's healthy no that's not going to happen but he's going to be around next year and the year after that and the year after that and that's what I'm banking on I'm basically just trying to project like what's going to happen in the future is this player going to get better and i think he's going to get better cup even if you take him at 19 and he has a wide receiver one finish what's he worth next year or is he going to it's so touchy then it's limited it's important to point out that this is august when we're doing these ranks you get to the middle of the season i'm trying to win this year and one of my wide receivers go down i have jerry judy and christian watson and two of them go down during the season and i want to spend my first to buy a wide receiver to fill that hole because i've won the majority of my game anyways that's when i'm trying to put a first with something to get cup or a first to go get adams which i did last year like a first with something to go get digs or a first to go get hill where it's like i only have to make a small bet i don't have to make a full season bet i only have to make a half season bet and i get to find out if they're healthy when i make the bet that's when i'm willing to go ahead and gamble and risk on some of these win now pieces where instead of drafting a win now team in august when there is the longest period of time
time where something, an injury can occur, which is going to be devastating to the value of an older player. I'd rather invest in something with a little more security, a little more insulated value. No matter what happens, it's still going to have value going forward. And then buy these older guys when I have a smaller window where I have to make that gamble, like at the trade deadline. In the startups I've been doing lately, I've been kind of doing like, uh, kind of like pushing my team back because a lot of the leagues are max PF. So I'm like targeting like Kyler Murray, Will Levis, a bunch of wide young wide receivers, you know, like your Garrett Wilson's, your Waddles, all of that stuff, kind of packing that in and then not going no running back, but kind of shooting for like where our second round run rookie running backs like Andre Miller, the chain, and kind of like packaging them together so that maybe they usually start slower and it kind of gets something that goes gets going by the playoffs. That's just how it's been falling. I know we got a little bit away from Ayuk, but he's someone who's been creeping up as the offseason is gone. And it really, I should have just probably had him higher because it's not like anything he's done is making him rise. The other guys around him, it's like, eh, well, what about, what about, what about? And it's not like I'm just like, ooh, Jawan Jennings is going to eat and die. Ayuk's workload. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No matter who is that quarterback, you know, Purdy's back now. Whether it's Purdy or something less Purdy, I still like Ayuk this year. Or more Purdy. <sighs> Nick, it's your turn. Last pick of this mock draft for you. Who'd you go with? Yeah, unpopular opinion, commonly referred to as Cope. Traylon Burks stayed the same when they signed Hopkins Yeah, for me. Instead of being someone who's just going to dominate the target percentage for the team that's probably going to be Tannehill for most of the year. Now he actually has a legitimate wide receiver too instead of Nick Westbrook Akeen or Kyle Phillips who fumbles every punt he touches. That was wonderful to watch at the Giants game. It was great. <laughs> he went from be, getting a big target share to his target share won't be as big with DeAndre Hopkins there. That's basically like you can probably just guess it. The quality of his looks, like the attention that he's going to get is going to be less. However, it ends up shaking out. I can see it being close to what it would have been instead of a bunch of heavily contested massive metal looks to better looks but slightly fewer. I still like Traylon Burks. Burks. Bulk. He's still a first round pick. He's still young. He's about to break out. I hope he's not comfortable in his Wranglers because it's about to be Levi's as early as next year. Ooh. Could be. Even though he's not looking great in camp, apparently. No. Malik is, though. Yeah. So, like, really? camp talk. Definitely go by camp talk. That's how you win. Yeah. Oh. Definitely bank 100% on whims. <laughs> I actually prefer Steve. I actually prefer Steven's pick to yours, but I would just swap them. Interesting, because I almost picked George Pickens really? instead of Burks. Really, I like Addison just over Burks. Pickens, I'd probably have just after this draft. I liked Addison, but not so fast. <laughs> well, after our conversation, I actually liked Addison over my pick. But um, so, speaking of Addison, to round out our top twenty-four wide receivers, Stephen Murphy had the last. And final pick at 24 here with Addison. Of course, it was, um, you know, it was a fast pick for him. <laughs> I mean, it should have been. <laughs> I mean, he's really, he has to compete for snaps with uh, K.J. Osborne, who's not really that great, but he did fill a role when he's put on the field. I know people don't love Kirk Cousins, Kirby 
Kirby Cousins. I like him. The guy throws the football. The team's going to throw the football. There's no more Dalvin Cook. They just have Madison. They're still going to throw the football, and somebody's going to have to catch those passes. And even if Jefferson's going to have 150 targets, there's still room for a back-end wide receiver one or a high-end wide receiver two finish from the number two target on the team. Does this kill KJ Osborne? It should. If it doesn't, that, that's not great for Addison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> uh, they do have my boy TJ Hawkinson there. I like yeah. Addison. He does have cousins for another year, and then who knows next year. Probably sign it to a $72 million one-year extension or something crazy. Yeah, as long as they don't let cousins go and then draft the next Killing Mond, Addison could be okay in the future. He's he's also a first-rounder. It's just I think Traylon Burks has proved that he can be good. Addison is still a mystery. They both had the first-round draft pick. Addison had some high. Burks went higher. Uh, George Pickens definitely drafted after Addison, but it's a lot of the character concerns, and then you see him like talking all the craziness. <laughs> he just goes out there blocking angrily because he doesn't have the ball. It's just like weird things to say, but whatever. Pittsburgh diva wide receivers. I could definitely look up in a year and potentially see Jordan Addison higher than 24th, which is where he went for us. But I would be banking on George Pickens over Addison just for now. Nice. Bum bum. Dun da da dun. Bum bum. So that. We're trying to figure out which theme song we want to go with here, clearly. But that rounds out our top 24 wide receivers for Dynasty, for your Dynasty teams. So lots of good information. The next draft is my favorite. Tight ends? Oh, yeah. Yeah, tight end pool party. How is that your favorite? That's my favorite. (laughs) Bring your floaties. I do love a good tight end. (laughs) Do you like pina coladas? I like pina coladas. I do like pina. I like Bloody Marys better, though. Mm. That's gross. Yeah, I I just don't like look at tomato juice. It's like, hey, let's throw some vodka in it. Oh, my God. Why? What? What's wrong with you people? Have you ever had a Bloody Mary? It's so good. Have you ever looked at one? Like, if you make a good Bloody Mary, you shouldn't even be able to know that there's alcohol in it. There is. I can assure you of that. Yeah, but there's celery and carrots and tomato juice, like, and vodka. Like, what is going on? You can have all the alcoholic vegetables you want, okay? I'm going to drink the real booze. Listen, it's how I convince myself it's healthy. (laughs) That's just a disgusting lie to yourself. Yeah, it's like I like to put whiskey in my Brussels sprouts. Why? What's wrong with that? Why would you do this? Is that a breakfast? Is that a dinner? It's all of the above. Is that an appetizer? Like, what is that? Is a piece of bread in it? There are some Bloody Marys that are full on, like, four course meals. Yes. Yeah. Only if it's got bacon. Well, speaking of Bloody Marys, I will be at a Bloody Mary bar in my live draft in Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, dang. Nice. Yes. Yeah, so we'll be live drafting. I'll be live drafting. Oh, Oh, man, you're going to have a heart attack. Get a phone call. Nick, who do I pick? A kicker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, please. <laughs> Make sure. Yeah, there's no kickers in that league, so I won't be able to pick one of those. Mm. It's going to be so hot. Nice. Yeah, but it's going to be fun. That's what Nashville's been like for a month. Oh, my God. It's just been so hot. But I am looking forward to that. That'll be a ton of fun. Tons of fun. Tons of fun. So we hope that you learned a lot of good, useful information that you can take with you and use on your your fantasy teams and for your drafts, your rankings, your trading, whatever you're doing.
doing this time of year. On the next pod, as mentioned, we will be diving into the tight end pool party with our top 24 tight ends. Diving in. Yuck, yuck, yuck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, we certainly hope that you enjoyed this episode of our podcast. We hope we made all of your fantasy dreams come true. Live, love, and prosper. Are we making wood signs for 40-year-old women now? Yeah, hanging in the kitchen. <laughs> I can actually do that. Yes. You can. <laughs> I we, can. We can do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Follow us for more sad inspirational quotes. Peace. Peace. Good night.